The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the Max. How are you, Miss Jade? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing very well. Doing very well. Coming off a action-packed weekend full of wrestling. Uh, Rampage was really good on Friday night. Uh, Crown Jewel on Thursday. SmackDown on Friday. Dynamite on Saturday. So, lots and lots of action. Uh, also had the finals of the G1 on Thursday. So, lots of wrestling in a short amount of time here. But I'm doing very good. Glad to be able to recap this episode of SmackDown with you. Yes, me too. I actually watched SmackDown. Well, I got to the last segment that I had to come report, so I was trying to catch up. <laughs> oh, you were close. Could have waited five <laughs> so more. close. Could have waited five more minutes. So I wasn't doing anything. Um, That's okay. This is SmackDown Matters. We're a part of the WrestleCast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, any podcast app. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and then subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. So 24 hours after probably the best pay-per-view of the year in Saudi Arabia, Crown Jewel, we're back in Kansas for SmackDown. Mm. What a heck of a turnaround, right? Yes, that was that was. I, I for a minute I said was Crown Jewel pre-recorded because <laughs> that's a quick turnaround. Uh, we open with the recap of Roman Reigns retaining the Universal Title over Brock Lesnar with an assist from the Usos and and a um, he used a, a title belt to the head. So here are Roman and Paul for a promo to get things going. Roman isn't happy with Paul as he just doesn't get why the title was thrown into the middle of the ring at Crown Jewel. Rain says, shall we work on this? He demonstrates mm. how to put the title in his hand and says that Heyman isn't good at his job. Mm. So we hear Roman's various monikers, including the greatest universal champion of all time. Reigns lists off all the people that he has smashed while champion, including Brock Lesnar. Speaking of Lesnar, wasn't he supposed to be here tonight? Reigns has Heyman pull out his phone. I lost my spot. And uh, to read Lesnar's promise to beat up Reigns as soon as he arrives tonight, uh, Roman is like, I beat up Brock Lesnar so bad, he's tweeting now. Uh, that was a good line. <laughs> that makes, Listen, I was feeling this promo from beginning to end. <laughs> that makes Roman laugh, and he wants Lesnar out here for his second beating in a row. He faces the Chitantron, but no one shows up, so Reigns thinks Lesnar must be scared. 
Reigns makes it clear he isn't leaving the ring until Brock Lesnar gets here. We take a break and come back with Roman and Paul still in the ring with the former talking about how great he is. The fans want Lesnar, but Reigns says Lesnar is scared of him, just like everyone else. Roman is ready to leave, but here comes Brock to cut him off. The fight is on with Lesnar knocking him to the floor, but stopping to look at Heyman. Then he hits him in the, he hits Roman in the head with the steps. Here come the Usos for the save, but Brock beats them up, allowing Roman to get back on his feet. Lesnar drives Reigns into the uh, ring post and then steals the camera, which he throws at the post, and it breaks into pieces. Someone gets sent over the announcer's table, so Adam Pearce sends out various wrestlers to calm Lesnar down, but they get beat down as well. Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, and the Viking Raiders finally calm things down, leaving Lesnar to hold up the Universal title. Uh, so. And Cesaro tweeted after that <laughs> at Brock Lesnar, and now we're all like, so this might be able to happen for real. I'd be here for it. Uh, if it was a competitive match, yes. I don't want to see them just squash Cesaro for the sake of Brock Lesnar. Of course not. Of course not. Now, before we that get, was a good promo. Yes, I was got to say, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the opening segment here? Hey, I was feeling it the whole. I stood up the whole time while I was watching it, mostly because I was mopping. But it's not the point. The point is, it was a great way to kick off the new season of SmackDown. Uh, after we come but, back, oh, excuse me. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was getting ahead. I was getting ahead of you. Go ahead. Go after the break. A bunch of free plays are shown, and Adam Pierce gets in the ring to say Lesnar's actions were unacceptable. Therefore, Lesnar is being suspended indefinitely. So Brock Lesnar comes back out. And Adam Pierce knows he done messed up. Lesnar <laughs> grabs him by the shirt and wants Pierce to say it again. Pierce, while struggling to breathe, repeats his suspension. Lesnar says, Is that right? Lesnar then hits an F5. Here's his music starts, then hits another F5, and he ripped Adam Pierce's pants. But that's and not his a, shirt, too. That's not enough for Brock Lesnar, who grabs the mic and tells Pierce to say it again. Since Pierce can't move, Brock hits him in the face with the microphone (laughs) (laughs) uh, to some rather large cheers from the crowd. Brock Lesnar is a sore loser. He lost fair and square, and now he's mad. And then he let the anger get the best of him, and now he has to pay the consequences. So now he's mad about that. Typical Karen, just never satisfied. Um, I'm surprised you didn't have more comedy uh, with the ripping of Adam Pierce's pants. Oh, he had his thigh meat out? Mm-hmm. That's how Didi Jonay's thigh meat was out when we hung out in D.C. <laughs> mm-hmm. All out. Uh, the locker room is worried about what happened. And here's Naomi to get in Sonya Deville's face. Sonya yells at her, and since Naomi is a baby face in WWE, she calmly walks away without doing anything. Drew McIntyre... No, but she she gave her that look like, I got your number, B. She should have done more. She should have mushed her in the back of the head or something. Um, Drew we Mc- gotta build up to it. Drew McIntyre pops in to say he's here to make a difference, so he's making an open challenge tonight on SmackDown. Nobody cares, Drew. Sami Zayn opens the, I mean, answers the uh, open challenge. He has new music. Sami snaps Drew's throat across the top rope, but the Glasgow kiss gets McIntyre out of trouble. A charge, uh, he runs into the ring post, and Sami sends him into the post again. 
the hell of a kit complete with the countdown is cut off with the claymore and drew mcintyre is the win definitely a conspiracy against sammy Definitely a conspiracy. It's time for the official coronation of King Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston making the presentation. Woods comes to the ring and Kofi puts the cloak on him, allowing the fans to hit a you deserve a chant. Woods is like, me? Me? The scepter is presented (laughs) and that just leaves the crown. Kingston gives Woods a huge over-the-top introduction and puts the crown on his head to a rather large pop. Woods promises it will be a fair and fun reign with Kofi reading a proclamation and waving the robe behind him. Now, what exactly are the perks of being king of the ring besides all of the pomp and circumstance that comes with it? I think usually back in the day when you won king of the ring, you became WWE champion. But they don't. Okay. They don't adhere to those same policies I don't think anymore but it's cool to just see Xavier Woods has have his own thing you know mm-hmm. agreed the new day is prospering and I love it Becky Lynch is interesting in trading titles with Charlotte so maybe she should just beat Becky two belts again no thanks we get a vignette to show us that Zia Lee is coming to Smackdown Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. A tiger suplex of all things drops Ali, but he is back up with the sunset flip. That's fine with Mansoor, who just sits down on top of him for the pin, and Mansoor gets the win. Did he mess? Did he wrestle at Crown Jewel? He did. I know he was the hometown. He um, did. Oh, did he win his match? He did. Oh, okay, I was about to say because he win at home. Whew. Might be some smoke in the city. <laughs> no, they gave him a Mustafa Ali is a true professional. Okay, good. And I read that Mustafa was donating all of his earnings from Crown Jewel to charity. Yes, that is correct. Good for him. He's a good dude. Um, Ridge Holland isn't surprised that he's made it to the main roster and on SmackDown. Aaliyah is ready to give SmackDown a makeover. Angel Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo say that winning is easy when you look this good. Sheamus says he delivers nothing but bangers. Um, So this was, you know, just introducing some of the newer people that are coming over to SmackDown. So I thought that was really good. Next, here it's time for Hit Row. Now you know. (laughs) Uh, They rhyme about how great they are. And now they need a big bag for all of their nice things. So Hit Row versus Dustin Lawyer and Daniel Williams. The backsplash gives top dollar a two count. And it's a wasteland slash world strongest slam to Williams and Lawler at the same time. A slide slam running kick to the head finishes Lawler. And Hit Row is victorious in their debut. We be the hit rowy rowy so we get that dowy dowy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody been listening to the uh, hit row. Uh, you know, it may or may music. not be on one of my workout playlists oh, along okay. with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. <laughs> hit row, hit row. Get dough, get dough. Yes. Uh, we get a recap of Brock Lesnar's destruction earlier in the night. 
Cyan Deville is here to say that Adam Pierce is going to be okay eventually, and she told him what would happen. For now, though, we have to keep going, and she'll keep, she'll take care of things on her own for the rest of the night. Now it's time for Happy Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Rick Boogs plays the guitar, and it brings Nakamura back to life, and he hits Corbin with some knees. The Kansasha is loaded up, but Riddick Moss goes after the guitar, drawing Nakamura out for the save. Corbin sends Nakamura into the steps, and he hits the end of days, and he pins Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Know what that means? Baron Corbin gonna get a chance at that Intercontinental title. Oh boy, him and Happy Go Jack Pat. What's the dude's name? Madcap Moss. Okay, yeah, that dude. <laughs> they gonna cheat to win though. <laughs> uh, so. Charlotte says Becky Lynch can hand over the title e- title really easily. Just pretend it's Charlotte's suitcase that Becky carried for years. We aren't Ooh. even done with the first the rosters are finalized show and we already have a guest star from Raw. So here are mm. Becky Lynch and Charlotte in their gear to exchange the titles. Sonya Deville tells them to hand it over, but Becky drops hers. They trade titles, but Charlotte issues the challenge for a winner take all. Cue Sasha Banks to call um, call Charlotte a bitch. So Becky leaves, saying she'll see one of them at Survivor Series. Sasha and Charlotte insult each other, and Sasha Banks wins a quick brawl to end the show. The ladies beat. They've been, they've been ending the show the last couple of weeks. Yes, they have. I love it. As they should. Save the best for last. We'll um, discuss this a little bit more, this um, exchanging of the belts, because it really wasn't a clean exchange of the belts. There was a little drama behind it, huh? Yeah. um, Charlotte, like, dropped the belt to Becky Lynch. When Becky Becky went to go reach for it, she, like, was like, nah, nah, and made her reach for it a couple times and then dropped it. And you could see Sonya Deville being like, nah, pick the belt up, pick the belt up. So then when it was time for Becky to give up her belt, she just threw it at Mm, Charlotte. And Charlotte picks it up and holds it up high. And you can see Sonya Deville in the middle of them going like, uh, this wasn't supposed to go this way. (laughs) (laughs) And so apparently um, there was a exchange of words backstage once the uh, segment was over and uh, I don't know if this just we're being worked or if this is real life but they had to escort Charlotte out of the building by security Uh, they had her I I think Becky had like a dark match so they got Charlotte out of the building uh, before her match was over so there wouldn't be any more fireworks backstage but uh, yeah my money's on Charlotte Something tell me Charlotte could fight for real, like in real life. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're getting worked or if there's really some, you know, underlying um, tensions between these two women. But yeah, that did not go as smooth as it probably went during the day. I know I talk a lot of smack sometimes. Sometimes I talk about Charlotte. But at the end of the day, I prefer her over Becky Lynch. Really? I do. She's a good heel. She's really good at it. 
not her fault she's getting, you know, pushed the way she is. That's Vince's fault. I don't like it. But if I had to choose between her and Becky, I would choose Charlotte. Right. Right. So this was a pretty decent episode of SmackDown. It went by really fast. Mm-hmm. It really did. Too bad Raw can't say the same thing. But I feel like Raw has some new energy. You know, with the draft happening, new season of Raw starting on Monday. I feel like Raw may be watchable. I think so, As long too. as he puts all the colored people in the first hour, then great. <laughs> yeah, they've been um, ratcheting up on the amount of black and brown people that they have been uh, focusing on and... Um, you know, just um, pushing in the last, um, I say like two months or so, really. Good. Maybe somebody got a hold of Vince's ear. I think so. I think that um, he just kind of realized that the best way to get ahead on how to break AEW's momentum is to kind of focus on the things that they aren't. So mm-hmm. women and black people are the two things that they aren't really uh, strong. They're not strong in those areas right now. So Vince is trying mm-hmm. to ramp it up. I'm pouring more of a beverage. I'm not using the bathroom in case you can hear the liquid pouring. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. With the, uh, the Just had detail. to you know make that disclaimer. So, yes, the rosters have been shaken up. They are official now. Uh, we'll be seeing some new debuts of some uh, some people on different shows. Some NXT. And some no debuts of people we still waiting to see more of. Right. AM, Tony time. Yeah. Who else are we missing? Oscar's still out, right? Yep, Oscar's still out. They need to stop playing with my girl, Mia Yim. Yeah, it's been a weird... Uh, weird call up for her maybe they just don't know what to do with her that's Um, what it seems like because we haven't seen her since the days of what was that group called that she was with revolution (laughs) retribution thank you (laughs) my bad I knew it started with an R and ended with a shun yeah, with the the whole COVID thing, I wonder I wonder how her health is. You know, we we've oh, heard about crazy. Keith Lee's health, but we never we never really heard much about her health. So maybe you know she's had some complications health wise uh, with her bout with COVID, as um, you know, um, with mm-hmm. her battle with COVID as well. So it is definitely. A curious situation. I am thankful that I have not had COVID. It's a blessing. So hopefully she will. She's not feeling any long term effects. Right. Right. Uh, Did you catch? Nope. NXT this week. Mm -mm. I'm so behind on NXT. It's not even funny. Jason. The last episode I saw was the honeymoon episode. Oh, yeah. You got to catch up. But you've been. There's doing... just no time. There's plenty of time. I watch 16 hours of wrestling every week. You can make time. 
I have my family in town <laughs> this know. week, and then I'm working like insane hours. I will be in my, I'm, you know, I've worked from home since 2016, but I work at a startup and it is just busy all the time. Like I'm working till 10, 11 o'clock at night. So by the time I'm done with work, I don't want to stare at a screen anymore, you know? I understand. So I just go work out and go to bed. That's been my life these last couple of weeks. But I'm hoping that, you know, with the holidays coming up, I'll close out a few things, can enjoy the holidays because we do shut down for Christmas. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. But now that I've had this four-day weekend because I took off Thursday, Friday, I'm like, this was really nice. We should have three to four-day weekends every weekend. (laughs) Just a thought. Uh, apparently, J.C. Jane is okay after uh, terrible Oh, yeah. she. I did fine. see her. Wait, she got hurt again? I saw her get hurt. No, no. I'm just updating. Show. Updating. Everyone. Yeah, because she got some staples in her head and went out later that night and basically busted her head open again. Yeah, she uh, got her feet caught up and in the uh, in the ropes. And, uh, yeah, crashed and burned. It wasn't a good look. It was bad because they didn't just put stitches in. They put staples in her head. That's how you know it's bad. Staples. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you have to staple somebody's head shut. Do you think about the magnitude of that? You can't just stitch it up. You got to staple it shut. That's a bad, bad laceration or whatever you call it. Like, busted herself wide open. Mm Mm-hmm. I also noticed that Mandy Rose is looking a little, you know, black these days. <laughs> I think she uh, watched Tropic Thunder lately. Clearly, she was inspired by Robert Downey Jr.'s character. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s character's character in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Who was it that tweeted, got a light-skinned friend look like Mandy Rose and a dark-skinned <laughs> friend? Was that the Public Enemies podcast, fellas? I think it was them. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> They're menaces. <laughs> but it was funny. And I'm behind on AEW. But I do see that there is some tension between Eddie Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Uh, they're they're uh, advancing to the uh, number one contenders tournament, so they face okay. each other in the next bracket. Uh, I don't know because DB called him a lazy bum. Basically, <laughs> I didn't see that interview yet. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I saw the little exchange on Twitter back, like it was a video, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, next person I'm going to have to check on is Lance Archer. Because Lance Archer did a moonsault last night and landed like squat on the top of his head. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Just under rotated. Could have been much worse. Thank you all for an amazing. For AW taking amazing care of me and protecting me. I'll be back. So I guess he's for the most part okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Also, we have to congratulate Mickey James. Okay. She is the new Impact Knockouts champion. Oh, she beat my girl Deanna Perazzo. She she beat Deanna at Bound for Glory. She definitely did. So I think that what I saw with this new title reign 
it makes her a nine time champion across the brands that she sold between WWE and impact. She's mm. now a nine time champion. So congrats to her and congrats to Deanna too, for a fantastic 300 plus day reign. Deanna Perazzo. Yeah. I really like Deanna Perazzo. I think that she's one of the ones that, uh, WWE overlooked, uh, in their chance to, you know, make a deeper women's division. Um, at the time, her Chelsea Green, Santana Garrett. I thought those three were definitely um, some people that they could have used in a lot more in NXT, and definitely would have added a lot to the main roster as well. So good for Mickey James, though. Hardcore. It's okay country. though. You know, everybody isn't meant to be in WWE. And honestly, if WWE was hoarding all the talent, then you wouldn't have promotions like Impact and AEW and New Japan and Ring of Honor. So it's nice to have the wealth spread around as far as in-ring talent. Right. Did you see the uh, tweet I just sent you? Let's see here. The Don sent secret tweets. Well, it's not a tweet. It's actually a text. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. That looks, he looks like he got uh, shaken up. Oh, Ooh, yeah. He, he definitely, definitely got shaken up. <laughs> but it looks like his arm saved his neck. <laughs> his right arm yeah. saved ser- serious injury. Right. Saved him from a serious, serious injury. Whew. Thank God for limbs. Because he definitely could. That could have went way worse. If you haven't. Uh, listeners, if you guys are, I know some people are pretty much hit or miss on Rampage. Uh, go back and watch the whole hour of Rampage from uh, Friday night. It's really good. Uh, Orange Cassidy takes on Powerhouse Hobbs. Anna Jay takes on Britt Baker in a battle of two of my faves. And in the main event, it's Pac versus Andrade number two. And uh, they kill it. They have an awesome match. And speaking of AW. This coming Wednesday, Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida for the TBS Women's Championship. Yeah, they're in the Well, yeah, the, the first tournament. round of the yeah, tournament. They're in I the mean, tournament. So. so it should be a, yeah, this weekend, this week's AEW should be uh, pretty loaded. They're back on Wednesday this week. So um, regular scheduled time and, and station and everything day uh, for AEW. Um, so, yeah, a lot of wrestling over the past uh, four days or so that uh, has been available to everyone. So I hope you guys took in something and saw a lot of what you liked. Uh, uh, prayers up to uh, Kota Ibushi. He got hurt on Thursday, um, dislocated his shoulder when he missed the Phoenix Splash in the middle of the uh, G1 final. So that was unfortunate. Um Hopefully it won't take him out of action too too long. Uh, but out of all the possibilities of a broken arm or a broken wrist that people thought it was when it first happened, dislocated shoulder definitely the best outcome. Yeah. All right, Miss Jason Max, if there's anything else that you want to add before your shout outs and thank yous, I'm gonna turn it over to you. Shout out to my family for coming to visit me this week. I had a great time with them and I'm sad that they are gone, but they made it safely back home and 
Um, we had a great time and I can't wait to, for them to come back and shout out to all of our WrestleCast crew for tweeting with us each and every week and, and keeping my timeline filled with wrestling stuff. So I don't have to see stupid politics, anti-vax, anti-COVID stuff on my TL. So. Oh, a Thank bunch you of for constantly cleansing my TL. Did you see that a bunch of um did you see there was a bunch of uh anti vaxxers that stormed the Brooklyn Nets? Um I saw that. Talking about let Kyrie play. <laughs> I'm so sick of people. Keep putting wrestling on my timeline. Yeah, it's very um very very weird times we're living in right now when it comes to uh you know what people are willing to stand up for and protest for but thank you and yes shout out to all the people who don't think that you can like AEW and wwe shout out to you idiots too you can like both i always see debates about that on the timeline so and i'm done now (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you to Miss Jade to Max for joining me here once again on SmackDown Matters. Uh, thanks to Miss Simi and Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me on the NXT cast and Raw cast as well. A shout out to Miss Didi Jonet. Uh, the first of the month is approaching, so we have to make sure that the check is on time and uh, the funds are in the bank. Shout out to Greg and Sam. Shout out, shout out to Classic. Uh, shout out to Black Howling for. Uh, running the Smackdown Matters and the All Elite Cast Twitter Spaces on Friday night, so tip of the cap to him. Um, shout out to Ms. V and Jupiter Julep. Trying to get Jupiter Julep on the um, Carmelo Hayes train, but she's just resisting me out of spite at this point. Uh, shout out to Madam Lizette. Lost to her in fantasy football last week. Lost to her in real life football this week. Um, yeah, it's been a tough two weeks for uh, me getting wins over Mount Lizette. Shout out to all the WrestleBays and all the members of the Globe. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, support the show by becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can hear me and Miss Simi break down AEW. You can also catch pre and post show conversations from all the recordings here on the WrestleCast as well. So for my co host, Miss Jade Max. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Adios. Speaking of Brock, what do you say about today? What do you say about SmackDown? He said something to his tribal chief, didn't he? What'd he say? Hurry up, Paul. Read it, hurry up. Brock Lesnar said... This is Brock. The moment I arrive at SmackDown, I will beat Roman Reigns senseless.
Brock Lesnar is so bad, he's tweeting now. Good God. <laughs> Let's do this. Brockett, you want to beat me senseless? I already told you. You know where I'm at. This is my show. I run SmackDown. I run WWE. I'm saying it right here, bro. I'm not going anywhere. So, if you want to see Brock Lesnar tonight, do, do you want to see Brock Lesnar tonight? Me too, because I don't mind smashing them two nights in a row. Wichita, would you like to see me whoop Brock Lesnar's ass tonight? Wichita's got it. Then acknowledge your tribal chief. He's not going anywhere tonight. Brock Lesnar vows to come up to SmackDown and beat Roman Reigns senseless. It looks like Roman Reigns is willing to stand right in the middle of the ring. He has dominated for a year and a half here in Wichita and wait on the beast to show up. Brock Lesnar must be scared of me, y'all. <laughs> Let's make this very clear. I'm not leaving this ring until Brock Lesnar comes out here. The wait is on. Is Brock Lesnar gonna show up? <laughs> 